We're only a few days before the Yom HaKadosh, the Yom HaGadol, before the Yom HaDin. This day of Rosh Hashanah, every single time it appears in Torah Nevi'im HaGsuvim, the Torah gives it a certain name, almost without fail. And I want to draw your attention to a number of these examples. And this evening we would like to discuss a number of different approaches, three approaches to understand why the Torah refers to Rosh Hashanah with this name. I'll pee. Musr, Kabbalah, Machshava. Let's begin with Alam de Shekasha. The Gemara says on the end of Megillah that Moshe Rabbeinu made a takana that on Yom Tif, we have to learn the halachas of Yom Tif, Shoyelim v'dorshim and Yonah shel Chag, b'chag, shel Pesach v'pesach, v'atzeres v'atzeres, v'chag v'chag. Every Yom Tif you have to learn the halachas of that Yom Tif. So on Pesach you have to learn Hilchus Pesach, on Shavuos you have to learn Hilchus Shavuos, on Sukkot you have to learn Hilchus Sukkot. That's the Gemara. Everybody knows this halacha, Shoyel v'dorish, b'nyane shel Yon. What happened to Rosh Hashanah? Why was Moshe Rabbeinu not mistaken that on Rosh Hashanah you need to learn Hilchus Rosh Hashanah? There's an obvious question. But there are no halachas in Rosh Hashanah? A lot of halachas. By the way, does anybody know where in Shulchan Aruch Hilchus Shoifar is in? Anybody know? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you how to re- where it is and you'll never forget for the rest of your life. Simon Tov Kuf Pei Vav. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, Gematria Shoifar. Okay? Simon Tav Kuf Pevav. Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes that the Beisiris had Ruach HaKoydesh when he wrote the Simonim. So Simon Tav Kuf Pevav. I once went to a shift from Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef. He asked, and I was learning your day at the time. He said, Does anybody know where Hilchis Dogim is? I was like, Hilchis Dogim? He said, Pegimol. Rashi Tevois, Gefiltafish. You know? <laughs> And there are many, there are many examples. Like uh, I remember, Hilchos is in Simon Tough Kuf Pei Aleph. For tough, it's a tough time of the year. Kuf Pei Aleph, you need a lot of coffee. That's how I remember. <laughs> and Hilchos uh, Kiddush is in Simon Reish Samach Gimel because Reb Sadio Goin has a Kiddush, even though he doesn't. But you remember it that way. Now he taka does Simon Reish Samach Gimel, and you put on Tefillin on Yad Keha Simon Chaf There are many, many different mnemonics to. Anyway, Hilchah Shoifar is Simon Tav Kuf Pevav. So why don't you have to learn Hilchah Shoifar on Rosh Hashanah? The Masha asks further. The Gemara Nevin on Daf Memo Medbez says, Amar Rabba, ki avinu be Rav Huna, when I was in the house of Rav Huna, Iboyelon, we had a shayla, mahu loimar zman be Rosh Hashanah, should you say Shachiyonu on Rosh Hashanah? What's the shayla? Why not? You have to say Shachiyonu every single Yom Tov. Why would you not have to say Shachiyonu on Rosh Hashanah? By the way, it's a very interesting thing I saw. If let's say, a gru- let's say somebody gets a new talus, there's a tzad you have to make a shachiyanu on a beged chadash. There's such a tzad. Let's say five different people got a new talus. Or let's like this. Let's say, let's say five people got a new suit. Should everyone make their own shachiyanu? Or should one person make the shachiyanu and breivam hajus malach? Good question, right? So Shoma Zalman says that everybody gets a different enjoyment from the suit, so therefore everyone has to make their own Shekhyanu. But what about Leo Rosh Hashanah? Should you make one Shekhyanu? 
Or should, or should everyone make their own Shekhyanu? I didn't really think about this. The answer is the first night, you don't have to make a Shekhyanu. But the second night, Shalom Zalman says it depends if they're eating the same fruit or a different fruit. If they're eating the same fruit, everyone has the same enjoyment, then Davka, Beroi Vam Hajus Melech. Simen Bracha. Beroi Vam Hajus Melech. But if they're eating different fruits, you know, they have in the stores fruits nobody ever saw. They got them from different planets, from different universes. You know? I don't know who, who, who made up these fruits. Nobody ever saw them before. But Rav Shamzam says if there are different fruits, then you make, uh, uh, everyone makes their own Shekhyano. So the Shiloh, the Gemara in Erevan, asks, do you make a Shekhyano on Rosh Hashanah? Ask the Marsha, why would you not make a Shekhyano on Rosh Hashanah? You make a Shekhyano on Pesach. You make a Shekhyano on Shavuos. You make a Shekhyano every Yom Tif. Why not Rosh Hashanah? Atem Nitzavim Hayoim Kulachem Lefnei Hashem Alekechem. You're all standing today before the Rebani Shalom. When is this talking about? When do we all stand before the Rebani Shalom? We know that the word Hayoim and Tanakh come out every single time it appears. Hayoim refers to the Yom Tif of Rosh Hashanah. Atem Nitzavim Hayoim Kulchem. Today on Rosh Hashanah, you're all standing before the Rebbe Nishalayim. Where do we find Hayoim refers to Rosh Hashanah? In the beginning of Sefer Eoiv, the Pasuk says, Vayihi Hayoim. And it was the day. Vayavayu b'nei ho'leihim l'siyatsi v'la'ashem. And the Malachim came to stand by God. Vayavayu g'am asatan b'soichem l'satan also came. Says Rashi, what day was it? Vayihi Hayoim. Oiso Yoim Rosh Hashanah Hoya. It was Rosh Hashanah. Doesn't say uh, Rosh Hashanah in the pasuk. It just says the day. Yeah, the day means Rosh Hashanah. Literally, what does Hayoy mean? Literally, Hayoy means today. And Rashi saying today means Rosh Hashanah. Likewise, in Malachim, Vayihi Hayoyim, Vayaver Alisha Shunem. Alisha came to the Shunem, and uh, she pressured him. And he asked her, anything I could do for you? Could I speak to the king on your behalf? Could I help you out? And you know what she said? She said, no, I don't need anything. I don't really need anything. Which is a pella because the Zayar asked, what do you mean she didn't need anything? Her kid was dead. She needed the Navi to do something. No, on Rosh Hashanah, you don't want special attention. You want to blend in among the crowd. You want to be part of the tzibor. Says the Zayar HaKadosh. Vayihi hayoyim, second line of rate. Bechol asar, tachsiv vayihi ihi utsar. Vayihi hayoyim, yoyim adispei tsar. Vido hu Rosh Hashanah. Uvechol asar, vayihi hayoyim, do Rosh Hashanah, the Zayar. Whenever it says vayihi hayoyim, it's the new year, Rosh Hashanah. What's the pshat? Why is Rosh Hashanah called today? I mean, you know what today is? Today is today. I'm going to tell you a big chiddush. Today is not yesterday. And today is also not tomorrow. Every single day is today. Why is Rosh Hashanah called today? Where else do we find that Hayoim is Rosh Hashanah? Look at, the, look at number 11. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, In your judgment, they stand today because everyone is your servant. 
Is there any better Pasuk that describes Rosh Hashanah than this Pasuk in Tehillim? Lemishpatecha amdu hayoim. In your judgment they stand today. In fact, Rabbi Shul Disk, excuse me, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnefeld says, the gematria of the Pasuk, Lemishpatecha amdu hayoim ki akoel avadecha, is 861, Rosh Hashanah. The gematria of the whole Pasuk. By the way, Bishwale Diskin had incredible gematrias, especially in the Gay Rosh Hashanah. He said, if you take the number of words in the Kriyas HaTorah for the first day of Rosh Hashanah, plus the second day of Rosh Hashanah, there are a total of 861 words, gematria Rosh Hashanah. Bishwale Diskin made a chesed, if you count the number of words in Kabbalah Shabbos, there are 702 words, gematria Shabbos. So, you know, every word is important. Vayikra Avraham Shem HaMakoyim Hahu Hashem Yireh. Avraham called the place God will see. Asher Yeomer Hayoyim Bahar Hashem It will be said on the day. What day do we invoke Rosh Hashanah? What day, excuse me, invoke the Akedah? Rosh Hashanah, we always invoke the Akedah Rosh Hashanah. By the way, almost everything we do on Rosh Hashanah is about the Akedah. Why do we invoke Shofar Shal Ayol? To commemorate the Akedah. Ba'akedah Sitzchak Bezarei Hayom Barachlin Tizkar. Kriya Akedah. Tashlich. Why do you do Tashlich? Well, you, you really think that by going, like, emptying out your pockets, you really think you're dumping out your Averos? There's nothing to do with Tashlich. You're not dumping out any Averos. Halavai, it should be so easy. First of all, you can't, you, you know, people throw the bread to the bird. You can't do, you can't do that on Yantar. So what, what's Tashlech? Mishabura says, Tashlech is very simple. At the Akedah, Avram Avinu walked and there was a river there. So we go to the river to remember the Akedah. That's the reason for Tashlech. So everyone's going. Nobody ever thought about the Akedah. It's only the reason why we go. You know, it's all, that's all. The only reason we go is to remember the Akedah. So maybe it's Kedai to remember the Akedah when you go do Tashlech. might be Kedai to, rem- to know what you're doing when you do it. Anyway, what's the reason for Kaparas? The Miri writes, the reason for Kaparas is very simple. Miri says, so, okay, some people use chickens, some people use fish, some people use money. Miri says none of the above. You should use a ram. Because what did Avraham exchange Yitzchak for? A fish? Miri says, Kaparos is Zecher Lakedas Yitzchak. And what, so then you should do it at Rosh Hashanah. He says, yeah, the Meir says you should do it at Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> so the, the Akedah is a central part of Rosh Hashanah. We're, we're always invoking it. That's the Pshad, Asher Omer Hayoim Bahar Hashamira. Why is Rosh Hashanah called Hayoim? And of course we say, Hayoim Haras Oilam. Hayoim Tamitseinu, Hayoim Tibarchenu, Hayoim Tigadlenu. So here's the first approach. The first approach is contrary to what we sometimes think that Shuva is reserved for Yom Narayim and for Rosh Hashanah and for Yom Akipurim. In Perkyavis we have a Mishnah, Shuv Yom Echad Lufnei Misasas. Misascha. Do tshuva one day before you die. So that's great. 
good, you know, maybe there's an app for that. So you put in your phone the Yema Misa and they get a notification the day before to remind you to do tshuva. That would be very convenient. So the officer of Nasan, it says they asked the Rebbe but nobody knows the day they're going to die. So he said, exactly, so you have to do tshuva every day. How often should a person do tshuva? The Gemara says in Brachas, if you see a Tamil Chachmudin Aver at night, don't be Mahara Acharav Biyayim, Shema Asa Tshuva. Maybe he did Tshuva. So Gemara asks, maybe he did Tshuva? Or says, no, Bevaday Asa Tshuva, he definitely did Tshuva. Tamil Chachmud will not let one night go by without doing Tshuva. So the Mishnah Bura says, every night before you go to sleep, say Vidoy, to do Tshuva. You know, people are very scared of Kriya People have phobias of Kriya Shema Because they see it's, it's, it's very long, so they say, no, nah, I, can't, I can't, can't do it. It's not so long. First of all, you don't have to say three parshas of Shema, especially if you're davening Marav tonight. I think you're pretty good with Tzesek uh, Ocham. Halacha, you only have to say the first parsha of Shema. Three parshas only if you daven Marav before the Tzesek Ocham. So it's only one parsha of Shema. You have to say Hamapil, which is a school of for Shalom Bayis, by the way. And and then the Gemara just says, you have to say, That's it. You, but the Mishnah Bruce says you should say Vidoy before you go to sleep. Don't let the night go by without doing Tshuva. The Torah Devaira says that Tshuva comes from the Sphira of Bina. And that's the one sphera you want to inject in every single day of your life. You want every single day to be connected to the Midah of Bina. Bina rectifies something at its Shairash. You want to connect Shuvah to every day of your life. The Ramban writes, Search your ways morning and night. Uvazek you kol yamecha b'shuvah. By the way, Shuvah comes from Bina. Ulevava yavin v'yashav. Elul is Gematria Bina, 67. In order to do Tshuva, you have to have Bina. Because at first glance, I look at myself and I see I'm a great guy. I have nothing to do Tshuva for. I daven, I learn, I'm a nice guy. What do I have to do Tshuva for? In order to do Tshuva, you have to, you have to see beneath the surface. You have to be maven davar mitach davar. You have to look deep into yourself. Without Bina, you can't do Tshuva. You can't look at yourself superficially. By the way, it's very interesting. Is there any word in the Hebrew language that has more Ramazim than Elul? I mean, Elul, wherever you look, it's Elul. You you know, if you look in in the safe, oh, Nisan's coming, oh, here are the Ramazim for Nisan. I know a few Ramazim. I don't know any Ramazim for Nisan. I don't know any. Iyar, Ani Hashem Reifecha. Sivan, I don't know any. Oh, Elul! Ani ludoi dividoi dili. Eslovav chavi eslovav zarecha. Ishlorei omatasav yoinim. I mean, kiani echvati es liboi vs leiv. I found Rav Nosson, Tam Rav Nachman. He has like twenty added Ramazim to Elul. The Avudraham writes, Valetzioin goy, Valetzioin goy. El ul Shabbat Hasha. Abujaham brings. In the Oz Yashir there are a couple. They're everywhere. Wherever you look, there are Muslim to Elo. Why? 
If Elo is so important, just say Elo. There should be a passage in the Torah. Vayidav Hashem Moshe Lemar, Hachin Atzmechem BeElo. There's not, it doesn't say Elo anywhere, but it's Merumas. Why? Daya Lechakima Beramiza. Who does Remez appeal to? A Chacham. Elo will have no meaning to somebody who's not a Chacham because they're going to look at themselves and say, Hakob Beseder, you need Bina to, to take advantage of Elo. So we have Ramazim to Elul as an indication that if you're going to be successful in this month, you need Bina. If you don't have Bina, then you're, just, you're, not, you're going to be Yeshenim. You need to be awake. You need to be Uru Yeshenim to have Bina. Says Ramayusha Shapiro. That's why Elul needs Remez. Then I saw the Rishas Chachma writes, besides doing Tshuva every night, before you eat a meal... You should say vidoy. Before every meal you eat, you should do tshuva. Then the shulchan will be in mizbeach kapara. Now, before every meal, now I'll tell you the truth. I've said this over before. But you have to understand, until you hear something many, many, many times, it doesn't sink in. So you have to remember this. Before every meal, should be mahar b'tshuva. The Shloss says, what should you do? You should say Vidoy. What about Shabbos? You don't say Vidoy. He says, on Shabbos you should say, Umal Hashem before you have a Suda. What does the Nefesh Achayim say? Nefesh Achayim says there's a concept that before someone uh, learns Torah, there's a big danger because there's an idea that as, as powerful as Limud Torah is, there's also an idea of Rasha, Omar, Chukai. The Rebbe Shem says to the Rasha, why are, you, why are you learning? I don't want you to learn. So there's an idea that when a person who's not worthy learns, the dark side could come, co-opt and hold hostage to learning and take it for their side. And that requires a very major discussion what this means. But the Nefesh Chaim cites it, the Stipler talks about it. This is a very, it's, it's addressed in the Hakdama of the Beis Halevi Alatayra. There's the idea that Rasha Amar Lekim, that if a person, by the way, there was the, the, uh, one of the Dayanim in Prague in the times of Noyed Yehuda was named Rav Zarach Eidelitz. He wrote a sefer, Oyer La Yesharim. He writes, the, those who say L'Shem Yuchod, which we know the Noyed Yehuda was not among, what's the concept of L'Shem Yuchod? Where you're stipulating that if you're not worthy and your Torah would then be co-opted by the dark side, you're being masna that if it's going to go to the dark side, you're mechaving not to be Yitzhi the Mitzvah. That's Pshatim L'Shem Yichad. So if you want to know what you're getting, those who say, what are you getting so worked up, you're being, making a Tanai that you don't want to be doing the Mitzvah in case the monsters are taking it away. That's what he writes. He wrote a Sefer on this subject. So therefore the Nefesh Chaim writes, before you learn Torah, you know what you should do? You should be Maharib Tshuva. You should be Maharib Tshuva before you learn Torah. Then I saw that Agar Dekala brings from the Ramak that there are different times of the year that are very predisposed to Tshuva. You know, if you look in the Torah, the Torah says there are three main days of Tshuva of the year. There's Erev Rosh Hashanah, there's Aseres Yimei Tshuva, 
and there's Yom Kippurim. Erev Rosh Hashanah takes away a third of the Chatan. Aser Simei another third. Yom Kippurim, another third. Well, what's this Indian of Erev Rosh Hashanah? The Ramak writes very, a very interesting idea. That once time leaves, it's very hard to go back and rectify the time. So at, the Ramak says there are four important intervals of tshuva. Mincha time before the shkia, as the day is about to end, be maharer b'tshuva. Because once the day ends, it goes somewhere and it's hard to get back into it and rectify it. So while it's still present, you want to rectify it while it's still there. Because once it goes into the safe deposit vault and you have to speak to the banker, you might not have the account number and the paperwork is complicated. Once the day is over, it's hard to rectify. So you want to rectify the day before it's over. So you want to do tshuva before the shkia. And then Erev Shabbos. The week is about to end. You're about to be Mechavah the Shabbos. You want to be Mahar Tshuva to rectify the week before it ends. Maybe, by the way, that's why the Archashulchan says there's six prakim of, of uh, Kabbalah Shabbos. Maybe, and he says each parak is connected one day of the week. Maybe since we know Shabbos is the Yoimah Tshuva, as your Mechavah Shabbos, you do Tshuva for Sunday, for Monday, for Tuesday. But before the week ends, you want to correct the week before it's over. Says the Ramak, that's Pshan in uh, Yom Kippur Katan. That's Pshan in Before the month is over, you want to rectify the month before it ends. And then Erev Rosh Hashan, of course, then is the most important day of Tshuva of the year because before the year goes into the vault, you want to rectify the year before it's over. So how often does the person have to do Tshuva? Every night before you go to sleep. Before you eat every meal. Before you learn Tyra, before the day is over, before the week is over, before the month is over, before the year is over. And then I saw, just this past Friday, somebody asked me to learn with him, Avoidas HaKodesh HaDechida, Erev Shabbat. You know that Sefer? It's like the Chida's Kitzvah Shachanach. The first Sif is, Kaidam Kol Mitzvah Oilimur HaToyra Yaharher Vichuva. So how often do you tshuva? Every time you do a mitzvah. So now you understand why in Archa Tzadikim, why is there a, a, a paragraph on tshuva? Why is there a chapter on tshuva? The tshuva is a mitzvah. There's no, there's no chapter on tefillin. There's no chapter on Kriya Shema. There's a chapter on tshuva. Tshuva is not a mitzvah. It's a midah. It's an attitude. It's a perspective. It's like Chavis Havavah says, approaching HaKadosh Baruch Hu after Rechuk. So how often do you do tshuva? It's a mindset. You live in tshuva. You live in tshuva. You're always doing tshuva. Before every mitzvah, before every meal, before you go to sleep, before you learn, you're living in tshuva. It's not something you do, oh, it's Rosh Hashanah time. Hashamnu bagadnu gazalnu. It's a midah. Says the Marsha. You know why Moshe Rabbeinu was not mistaken to learn Hilchus Rosh Hashanah on Rosh Hashanah? What's Hilchus Rosh Hashanah? Hilchus Rosh Hashanah is tshuva. Tshuva is every single day. And that's why there's a tzad in the Gemara, you don't make a shachiyanu on Rosh Hashanah. Shachiyanu v'kiyimanu v'giyonu l'azman hazewim. What's this man? What, what happened today? Just Adir Rabbah. 
From Rosh Hashanah we learn out Adam Nidain Bechol Yoyim Bechol Eis Bechol Rega that we live in Tshuva. You know what Rosh Hashanah is? Hayoyim today. It's always. Hayoyim is Rosh Hashanah is Hayoyim. From Rosh Hashanah we gain a certain Mahalachachayim that Bechol Eis Yiu Begadecha Levanim. You're driving carpool? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't, uh, maybe I should have been more careful where I looked. Maybe I should, it's a, it's a mindset. It's not guilt. I'm not talking about feeling bad about yourself. It's a constant feeling of, of chayfetz and ratzoin loshov el HaKadosh Baruch Hayoyim. Rosh Hashanah is Hayoyim today. So we're talking about fruits. People like to eat fruits on Rosh Hashanah. Nowadays, you have to take out a mortgage to get all those fruits. Very expensive, especially where I live. There's one fruit you don't eat on Rosh Hashanah. The grass said you now to eat it. It's brought in the Master Rav. Don't eat grapes on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Apisoid. Don't eat grapes. Everybody knows you now to eat nuts. Tell you the most frequent question I get on Rosh Hashanah is, could I put pistachios in this dish and that dish? That's But the grass said, don't eat grapes on Rosh Hashanah. So the Mepharshim say, because what happened on Rosh Hashanah? Other mission was judged. What was he judged for? Eating from the Eitz Hadas. What was the Eitz Hadas? This is going with the Shita Gefenhu. So you don't eat grapes the night of Rosh Hashanah. Maybe we could suggest. You know, the Shlach Kodesh says, Adam Arishan was given an Asay and a Lav. The Lav was, But he was given an uh, Asay, Mikol Eitz Hagan Ochel Toichel. So maybe that's why we eat so many fruits, the night of Rosh Hashanah. Same way we don't eat the Eitz Hadas, we do eat all those other fruits. It's an Asay. You know, Rabbi Shulam Mikutna says, the Rambam writes, you know, in no less than eight places, that there's no mitzvah to blow the shofar. The Rambam says there, the mitzvah is to hear the sound of the shofar. The koiseras of the Rambam hilchos shofar, l'shmoya kol shofar. Parak aleph halacha aleph, chayav kol shmisal, l'shmoya kol shofar. Parak aleph halacha gimel, the Rambam says, therefore, if you steal the shofar, yatsa, because it's not a mitzvah bavavera, because the, the shofar is not a chef shal mitzvah. It's a two, it's like the hammer for the sukkah. You steal a sukkah or yatsa, you steal a shofar or yatsa. Don't get any good ideas. It's not, it's not a nice thing to do. But if you steal a shayfar, the Rambam paskins, yatsa. And the Rambam in his Kitzer Mitzvah says lishmaya. And the Rambam in his Kitzer Mitzvah Hamukrochis, he says lishmaya. And Shalasatuas Pe'er Hadar, he says the Mitzvah is lishmaya. Says Yeshua Smakoi, why is the Mitzvah to listen? Because on Rosh Hashanah, Adam sinned by listening to Chava. So we have to be masaking that by listening to the Koyal Hashem. The Mekubalim are Megala. This is brought in a Sefer Toysas Chaim, a Reb Chaim, Yosef, the Abezin of Pashtin, but it's Marumas in the Siddur Harizal. That when Adam Harishon ate from the Eitz Hadas, he was poigame in two Shemois of Hashem. 
in the Shem Havaya, the Yud Ke Vavke, he was poiging on the letters Vav and the He. What does that mean? Maybe what it means is there's a Yisnach Moshe in Pashas Bashalach that says Kiyar al Keska. Amolek is mitigates the shame of Hashem. Amolek says, "Yeah, Rebbeinu Shalom, Yismachu Hashemayim, you're good up there in the heaven. Uh, we believe you. Uh, uh, we believe in you up there in the heaven. But down here in this world, Vesogel Haaretz. No, 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 no. You're up there. You're not down here. That's why. When does Amolek come? Right after Hashem drops the Mun down to the Aretz, Amolek comes to fight because they they don't like the idea that Rebbeinu Shalom is involved in the affairs of man." So Amalek believes in the Yud Kei They don't hold of the Vesagel Aras. When Adam ate from the Eitz Hadash, he was Doiche Gragle Ashchina back up to the Yismuch Hashemayim. Then he was also play game in Eloi Kim. Eloi Kim, there are many sources. The Gra, the Chassam Soifer Eloi Kim is made of two words: Su'u Maroim Einechem Uru Mi Mi. Bara Ela. You see this whole world? This world is Ela. These. There's a lot of stuff here. And our avoida is me. Who's responsible for it? Su'u Marai Menechemru me bara Ela. To combine the me to the Ela. That's why Ace of Asyakov. Who are Miha Yeladim? So Yaakov says Ela. Yaakov's Mitzdarif, the Ela to the Me. That's the Avoida. To take the Ela and to recognize that there's a Me. But Adam Arishain, he he infringed. He was Poigame in the Mem Yud of Elaikim. So in the Vavke of Yudke Vavke, in the Mem Yud of Elaikim. Says the Arizal, the Avoida of Rosh Hashanah is to rectify the sin of Adam Harishain and to restore the Vav and the He and to restore the Mem and the Yud. What then do we call Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the day of restoring He, Yud, Vav, Mem, Hayoim. Rosh Hashanah is called Hayoim because we restore the Vav and the He and we restore the Yud and the Mem. So that's the day that we rectify the sin of Adam Harishain. And therefore our avoida is to be able to look at the world, everything in the world, and to ask ourselves, me, who's spinning it? To say, yes, Yuvan is not only Yismuch HaShamayim, but he's also V'sagel Ha'aretz. One more approach. Why Rosh Hashanah is called Hayoim. When Adam Harishain takes from the Eitz Hadas, so the Pasuk says that the Rebbe was very concerned. And the Rebbe said, uh-oh, if Adam Arishayin ate from the Eitz Hadas, what's going to be? V'yata ten yishlach yadoi v'ochal me'eitz hachayim. V'yata, and now, maybe Adam will eat from the Eitz hachayim, says the Medrash Rabbah, v'yata melamed she'pasach ha'kadosh baruch hu pesach Shal tshuva, shenemar viata, vi'ain viata elo tshuva, shenemar viata. Yisrael ma'ashem le'kach ha'shayam ha'imach. 
Hashem gave Adam Rishon an opportunity to do tshuva. How do I know? Because it says, Viato and now! So the Chavetz Chaim asks, in a footnote on the Avas Chesed, Ve'ata doesn't mean tshuva, Ve'ata means now. How do we say anything about tshuva in the word Ve'ata and now? So the Chavetz Chaim tells us something very powerful. And for this we have to sort of creep in to the psychology of our own minds and the minds of mankind. Why don't we do what we have to do? Why don't we do what we have to do? You know, why are we Nisrashel in Avaita Sashem? Let's say we go to an 8 o'clock minion. What time do you think is the correct time to come? I think most people would say, you got to have your talus and tefillin on probably a good few minutes before they start if you want to have a fighting chance of saying the words. I think everybody agrees to that. So then, hey guy, he's rolling the 808. He can't say the Hopsukhi the Zimra. He's not starting Shmon Esser with the Tzibur. He's a guy, he thinks he's Makhbed on Minyan. Unless you start Shmon Esser with the Tzibur, it's not considered davening with the Minyan. The guy's shuckling, Yigdal Aloykim Chayyim, they're up to Berchus Kriya So the guy's a from Jew, he hasn't davened with the Minyan 10 years. Just has to come on time. So why doesn't he come on time? He doesn't believe in Akalash Baruch Avada, he believes in Akalash Baruch. He doesn't believe in the Mishnah Baruch Avada, he believes. If you would ask him, why was he created? He said, I was created, Oilam Hazeh, Doim El I was created to serve Hashem. So, Rabbi, when's the correct time to come? 7.50, 6.50, 10 minutes. So why don't you do it? What's the answer? You know what the answer he would say? I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. You're right. It's very important. I'm going to do it tomorrow. The guy goes to a shir about the importance of learning Musar. Do you believe in it? Is it important? Yeah. When are you going to do it? I'm going to do it tomorrow. The Yitzhah is never going to get the guy to say, ah, the rabbi doesn't know what he's talking about. The schmooze doesn't make any sense. The response to everything in our minds is, we're going to start tomorrow or next week. It's, it's already two days of Rosh Hashanah. I'm not going to start now. I'm going to start Rosh Hashanah, right? In our minds, I'm getting ready to start. This Rosh Hashanah is going to be... And then probably three days after Rosh Hashanah, we're going to say, this Yom Kippur. And then two days after Yom Kippur, oh, Hashanah Rabbah is, is even greater than Yom Kippur. And then after that, the Bnei Yisachar says, you still have until Hanukkah. And then um, Tu B'Shvat is Esther Kotoshleishem Yom Koydem Briyas HaOilam and Rabbi Shua says the world is created in Nisan. I'll wait till Rabbi Shai O'Karis Yard Site. Whatever the Cheshvan is, we're gonna do it. We're just gonna do it a different time, not now. You know, I still, when I marry off all my kids, when I marry off all my grandkids, when I marry off all my great-grandkids, ab- not now, after I die I'm gonna start. Everyone is going to do it, just not now. Says the Chafetz Chaim, you don't have to tell a Jew what he needs to do. We know what we need to do. We just need to know when we need to do it. Yeah, everyone's going to do Chafetz Chaim Yoimi, Moser Yoimi, Mishnah Bura Yoimi, Dershu, Daf HaShavua, Eiraisa, Daf Everyone's doing it, but not yet. 
Because it's in middle of Ksubis. So why would you start in middle? No! I don't care if the last word was ta. Start with Shema now. Says the Chafetz Chaim, the most important question we'll ever ask ourselves is, what does Rebbe Shem want from me right this minute? Now, tshuva is not what, tshuva is when. How many good ideas we have in our head that we're going to get around to? I can make a list myself. I have, I have great ideas. Just not a good time. It's not a convenient time. It's not a conducive time. There's a better time. Says Masil Susharim, Anachnu Royim Beinenu Kama Vakama Paamim Shikvar Liboy Shal Adam Yodeachivase. How often we see that a person knows his obligation. He knows what he needs to do to save himself. What his obligation is. And yet, most people don't do it. Not because they don't realize it's important, but I'm going to eat a bissel. I'm going to drink a bissel. I'm going to sleep a bissel. I'm going to relax a little bit. I'm going to wait until after the yomtif. I'm going to wait until next month. I'm going to wait until a better speaker comes. That's when I'm going to do tshuva. Says the Chafetz Chaim, Ein ve'ata elwa tshuva. Tshuva is now. You know, there's a character in the Chumash. Every single time he appears, he appears in the, with the following word. Machar. You know who that is? Amalek. Sorry, the sheets, the stapler wasn't working. Amalek. Every time in Tanakh, without exception, a Malik is found in a Pasuk, it's together with the word Machar. Because that's the crack of a Malik. A Malik's not going to tell you, no, nah, the Sefer is wrong. You're really allowed to start Shemona Esrei three and a half minutes after the Chazan does. That's also like davening with a minion. No, that's also good. No, really you're allowed to look at a phone in a shawl. Of course you're not allowed to. Imagine if a Kain Gadol, while he's wearing the tzitz, pulled out of the phone, just going like that. He's out, of his, out of his mind, right? And people say, a yeah, phone in a shawl? The, so everybody knows it's wrong. Everyone knows that. It's not begeder tefillah. It's not begeder ula avdoi bechol levavchem. What's tefillah? With all your heart. So... Your phone is on vibrate. It's not that you're not even trying. You're not even making an effort to daven. Everybody understands that. It's not But the pshat is, tomorrow I'm going to stop doing it. That's Amalek. Machar. Tomorrow. Atem nitzavim hayoim. You want to stand tall on Rosh Hashanah? Atem. Al toimar machar. Don't say tomorrow. Al toimar machar, then nitzavim hayayim, then you'll stand tall on Rosh Hashanah. You know what Rosh Hashanah is? Rosh Hashanah, the midah of Rosh Hashanah is to recognize 
that what we need to do, we need to do hayoim, we need to do it right away. So we offered three approaches to why Rosh Hashanah is hayoim. Number one, the mitzvah of tshuva, the midah of tshuva, is not a mitzvah only, it's a midah, it's an attitude, it's a mahalachachayim. We eat after Maharabit Shuva. We do a mitzvah after Maharabit Shuva. We learn Torah after Maharabit Shuva. We go to sleep after Maharabit Shuva. Shuva is part of every day. We don't let the day go by. We don't let the week go by. We don't let the month go by. We don't let the year go by. Shuva is Hayoim every single day. And then, Hayoim, we're masaking the Oisiyos that other Marishon was Poigame in the Shem Havaya. The Vavke and the Memyud. By the way, with Pinchas Friedman, Shri Pinchas says an amazing thing. That's Pshat. Shvarim, Shever Yud Mem. Adam Rishon broke the Yud Mem. Teruah, he was Teirad and the Vavke. He harmed the Vavke. So we build a Shever, we're Masakim. And then Rosh Hashanah is called Hayoim because we all know what we need to do. Just a question of when we're going to do it. And the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah is that all of those good rayonois and machshavois and plans and ideas and things that we say we're going to get to, we're going to start tonight. Tonight. We're not going to start doing tshuva before breakfast. We're going to start tonight before we go to sleep adopting the Sanhaga. So in this chutz of us coming together this evening to prepare ourselves a little bit for the Yom Hadin, May the Rav be Mavarech, all of us, with a year of Gezint, with Nachas, from our Mishpachos, with Parnasa Berevach, Yimali Hashem Komisha Asim Toiva, Shana Toiva Varechas, Lanu Lachal Yisrael, Amen. Amen.